0: This is CliffCentral.com. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. Fashion Lab on CliffCentral.com.
1: Welcome to the Fashion Lab. Again, this is the first ever fashion business radio show to go live in the world. My name is Lisa Gumba Regisford. And on today's show, we are celebrating our highlights of the African fashion industry conversations we've been having on Fashion Lab since we began um, it's obviously not easy, um, but we believe that the best way to wrap up the year is to always look back, to count and appreciate our bless- blessings, and to share our thoughts on what we really enjoyed uh, on the show this year. Um, fashion Lab is the radio show that ignites conversations around the business behind fashion. And uh, in Africa, obviously... We focus um, on the different aspects and elements and dynamics of the fashion industry um, in Africa to provide a platform where we can grow and where we can, um, you know, make sure that our businesses are sustainable. Sitting with me in studio today is my co-host, Morik Peterson.
0: Good afternoon, everyone.
1: Uh Morik, you look lovely in that blue that baby oh, thank blue. You. Could you just describe to our listeners what you're wearing?
0: Oh what I have on um, this afternoon is a baby blue light blue um, 3 p suit. Um, I broke it with a bit of orange, my lapel pin and my pocket square and a pair of, um, gray shoes. I mean, you live lovely too in that navy blue little blue dress, Liz. Um, what, what cut is that? I love the little frills you got going yeah, on. Yeah, this is
1: just a fun, I'm a fun girl. I like being, I, get, I like the girl in me. So obviously I'm wearing this electric blue, um, a uh, little nice fitting dress to show off those little curves, um, at this beautiful time of the year. <laughs> we also normally have, obviously, our tr- senior trend analyst, Nicola Cooper, who's still not here with us. So we are definitely sending love and light and warm wishes, hoping that she's going to have a quicker recovery. Absolutely. Um, so obviously for our listeners, we want to encourage you, um, to let us know what subject matters you would like to hear as we continue um, to run this uh, fashion lab, um, and we definitely look forward to dissecting more fun topics um, in 2016. We'd like you to, uh, you know, join us on our conversations today, and be open. Feel free to send us tweets around some of what you think were your African fashion industry highlights of 2015. Keep your tweets coming at Fashion Lab AF. This is where we hold it down every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Central African Time. Keep it locked. Um, now, obviously it is me and Morwick in studio today. So you'll be hearing a lot of us, a a lot from us. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we want to also hear from you, um, because this is quite a simple, easy, um, conversation around just enjoying and celebrating some of the coolest things that we've seen around the continent. Um, we want to recap quickly. We began the show in this on the 16th of April, which is, uh, Wow, quite a long time now, Morwick. I don't know what you think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that... Um, you know how how fast and how quickly this whole thing came together, and here we're still standing. And I must say, a lot of people thought that this <laughs> this is is not gonna happen, and this. But here we are, we're still standing strong. I mean, like you're saying, it we started in April, it's December already. And um, soon we'll be celebrating a year being on air and um podcasting. Um, it's been an, a great experience, and being the very first fashion business radio talk show in the world, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. This and having brought all the biggest heads and all the key players within the African um, Fashion industry It's been absolutely phenomenal Everyone is so um, dumbfound Every time they yeah, And they, st- they still cannot believe You know, <laughs> there's a platform like ours that, yeah. that gives insight Into the business of fashion The African business of fashion Because, you know, um, Liz In abroad, there's so many speculations Of what is actually happening within Africa But I think we were just the new gateway mm. Of what Opening is minds. really Yes, what is really happening In the African um, continent
1: I think what is also so cool for me is I just remember more when we walked in here and we were literally like had this little presentation, <laughs> came to see Gareth and Rina and uh, pitched and the next thing we know is we had a show and the rest is history because Fashion Lab Radio was born and is alive and we are going on. We would love to get um, different um, mindsets onto the show as well to contribute. If you know you're interested, um, whether you're coming in from a trend analyst perspective, whether you're coming in from a fashion blog perspective, whatever it is, we'd love that 2016 can be that year where we can also incorporate your thoughts and your ideas into the show to make it more vibrant, to make it more diverse. Um, We've been on an interesting journey. We started with Kayla Stambul, who was one of our um, uh, also in our team as a contributing, and uh, was on our team as a contributing trend analyst and then obviously we uh, then um, brought in Nicola Cooper, who was uh, is still, which is just not well the senior trend analyst. Um, on our show and we just want to basically thank the whole cliff central family every guest who's been able to join us on the show everyone who's been able to contribute to bring um, this uh, fashion lab radio show into life and alive um, keep your tweets coming and please do not remember that even if it's just me and Morwick, we're still gonna have our fun segment at the end of the show <laughs> called who would you want to dress and why keep your tweets coming let us know as well who you want to dress and why Week, um, now that we are talking about uh, 2015 flashback or yeah. 2015 now highlights. Now it's
0: just us in studio. Yes. This, this is the very first time we I get know. to sit <laughs> without guests and it's just the two of us.
1: Tell, tell me, I mean, let's start talking a bit and tell me what are some of your, I mean, you, we'll talk and we'll share, but what are some of your highlights or what is one of your highlights um, or some of the highlights this year? When it comes to, when
0: it comes to, 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 what we've been doing, Liz, I must say, like, I'm so overwhelmed as how we are now received within the industry. You know, everyone knows us right now. You know, sometimes you walk in the street and people are speaking about fashion lab and the minute you tell them, you know, you the face behind fashion lab, everyone is like, well, why aren't you and Liz not putting us on the show? We want to be on the show. I mean, I think Liz, this entire journey for me has been Gee whiz! When I look at all um the episodes and all the segments we've had, I mean Edgy, who sits in um New York City, who does who contributes on our show and gives us an insight as to what African um, fashion designers are doing internationally. I mean the Bella nice Jaws I think I uh, I've met so many different people, so many phenomenal key players within the industry. I. Uh, I, I'm so confused. It's all coming back. I mean, for you, Liz. I mean, for me, Edgy. He 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 stands out so much for me just because of his knowledge. I think his experience, what he's doing in New York City, and how he's still elevating and uplifting us, um, in you know internationally on the globe. So I think Edgy is really one of the the people. Um, also Anita Stanbury, um, the CEO of the um South African National Fashion Council. Um, I think those are my key. A soirée of our, our, our fashion I wanna lab. I want to say
1: the first, my yes. first highlight this year is definitely a fashion lab soirée, mm-hmm. which happened in Cape Town. Because and obviously you were
0: singing there, you know. No, and, and but and not, that's but not even
1: that. It's just like it's different moments. Like when someone asks me, and I was thinking about, it, and that's why I think it's a fun um conversation to have today. So mm-hmm. I would say on my top ten, fashion lab soirée would be my number one of my highlights. Yeah. And I think for me it was because we first of all we are very. um we're very... I want to use gangster on parenthesis. So gangster just means that when we set our minds to do stuff, we yeah. wake up, we say we're going to do it, and we always do it. So we woke up one day, said with Morwick that we're going to run a Fashion Lab Soiree, and that's how the Fashion Lab Soiree came to life. And the Fashion Lab Soiree, for those who are tuned in, is... uh Beautiful red carpet evening where we invite fashion industry key players to come and join us. We have wine, we have canapes, we have live entertainment and music, sometimes by me, sometimes by whoever else. And we have just a good time to be able to network, bring our minds together, and discuss certain topics around our rising movement in the continent and how we can get ahead. So that soiree to me was the highlight. Thank you to our sponsors who came in to Jeeps, to Southern Comfort and everyone else who made it, uh, such a special, um, um, evening for us. So that was my, I would say my number one highlight. And, 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 and um, to everyone listening,
0: um, it took us less than three weeks. Like Liz is yeah. saying, you know, we got up and we said we want to go do the soiree in, in Cape Town. And again, people said, are you guys crazy? It's just three weeks, but we managed in three weeks to bring the biggest heads within the fashion industry in Cape town together at the penthouse at the paper club, which was an absolutely phenomenal evening. And, Everyone who, the feedback of how people connected and how people are working together now. And they're like, thanks to you guys, I've met whoever and I've met the CEOs, the two biggest CEOs within Cape Town. And people are working together. And it shows to me that um, the Fashion Labs race really, it connects and people unites. and unites.
1: Mm. Another highlight I want to talk about more is um, early in the show, um, I think that was, uh, I think in May, we also had some Mensa from Kisua. And mm. we were speaking about another very, very, I feel like we need to do part two, three, four and five next year because we are still not done with it. Yeah. And we were obviously speaking about how we can be able to, um, push ourselves as brands into the online space. Um, but the c- challenges that come through that is what, uh, platforms like Kisua have been able to r- find solutions for and resolve. So they're obviously filling a gap that a lot of designers could not do on their own. And I think that, As a designer, I'm still struggling with that too. And that's why I'm saying we may be able to engage and have those conversations back to how to be able to get our stuff online, to be able to sell to the world without suffering from those high, crazy shipping and handling fees. I mean, sometimes I would sell a blouse for like $40 and then the shipping is $100 and the Persons like, are you serious? Like, are you going to get me to ship my staff for three, two and a half times worth the blouse plus the blouse? No, no, no. So I think that um, for me, that was one of the interesting topics to also have and discuss on the show. And I look forward to having more conversations around uh, that and also getting other specialists and other platforms that are playing on that space to help us figure out how to really and, penetrate. And to
0: continue and to continue to to build um this 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 African fashion industry that we're all involved in. I think And um, when we had an exclusive with um Lexi Mojo Eyes who is a massive key player um yeah in Africa and also again abroad. I mean he has um what is it, Liz? A dinner, Or he, he runs a fashion week, a fashion thing he in Paris. He runs the
1: Africa Fashion Reception.
0: Reception. Yes. And but- I mean, just connecting with him and him being the CEO and the person who started, you know, the, the fashion week in Nigeria and just speaking to him and the change that he brought and sitting on the World Fashion Council, which I was so surprised to find out that, hey, there's actually a World Fashion Council and he is one of the only African men who sits on that council? And it's absolutely amazing.
1: That's not not men, person. 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 <laughs> There's no woman. Either. Okay, person. Yeah, but Lexi was also a very, a really cool. Fred Fred
0: Uboca was absolutely amazing too. He's one of people that I look up to. You know, one of people that one can sit down to, and and and, and just learn. You know, when you sit with all these great people, your George's just drops. You know, even um with um, JJ Skuman when we had him um, some time ago in studio too. I mean, these are all people who's... I don't want to say who's ancient um, in the industry, but, I mean, they are the ones that so many people must learn from that so many people must engage with and have conversations with and ask them like you know 2015 years you're still going strong how is it you know that you have made it after 2015 mm. years
1: so I just want to stay on to that Iboka because aboka was also one of my uh, top uh, highlights uh, yeah and it's mm-hmm. not even just book, it's the show itself and the conversation around clothing manufacturing in Africa and I remember we also had Martin Disler joining us I think he was in Cape Town he couldn't make it to studio but he also had some really cool Insights to share on the show, so I think that Eboka. We obviously did an exclusive with Eboka to really pick his mind, but I also enjoy the conversations around production and manufacturing, and that whole topic time and uh, and and really um, even Martin Disler's um, input was quite um, heavy, considering he's one of the people who started the fast fashion movement in the UK um, a while back. So. It's been very, very cool to have. Um, I mean, we've had a lot of guests, but we are making some highlights on the shows, on the conversations, on some of the things that we thought were cool. Some of the guest conversations, some of the subject matters that we thought were cool. And we obviously have our Cliff Central lines are open. It's 0861 If you want to call in and also just share with us some of your highlights around the African fashion industry um, this year, whether it 's linked to fashion lab or not, we care about the same thing, and therefore we 'd love to hear from you. You can also send your tweets, keep them coming in if you have any questions also just send in your tweets uh, we are at fashion lab a f talk to us and let us also share what you 're thinking and what you're uh, what you 're tuned into um, What else was really cool this year?
0: What was really cool this year too was having um massive big brands like such um as the H and M's who came on. You know, people fly from all over the world to come on to our show. Let's
1: talk about H and M. Let's talk about that.
0: Yes, wow. I mean (laughs) I mean just first of all, you know, their store opening. Unfortunately, Lizzie, you couldn't attend the store opening, but that was absolutely phenomenal. But I think where they're going to and the doors that they are opening, they've also made so many African designers, you know, open their eyes and so many other retailers. You know, they have so much install, you know, coming for the upliftment. And I hope that local um, big departmental stores, you know, can learn from the internationals because we don't want internationals to come in, and to you run know, our all space <laughs> and then just hit everyone by storm, you know. So I, I, I think that was an absolutely when we had Roy, and um, li- um, what was the other guy's name? Sorry, um, Roy, it was Lindsay. Lindsay, and Rory, and Rory, <laughs> Lindsay, and Rory from um, Jaguar, from Land Rover, and Jaguar, and also the kind of work that they're going to come and do, you know, for the upliftment and sustainability and growth, you know. And, And because we know, like, so many African fashion designers are struggling. Yes, they are creating amazing garments and creating amazing clothing. But at the end of the day, the biggest challenge that we have as African fashion designers is funding, is money, you know. So I think with them coming in and actually... You know, going to contribute in, in the way they're going to contribute. We don't know at large what it is that they're going to contribute, but I mean, they have promised on, on, on our show. You know, that they will come Um, and-
1: I was gonna say, let's be careful about that. I don't know which promises because we might just be pledging on their behalf.
0: No, I'm not pledging. I'm speaking about what I heard in studio. I'm speaking about what I heard in studio when I asked a particular and a specific question. They said, yes, absolutely. As the brand grows, they will look into, you know, working with African fashion designers. So, I mean, that is, that's what I'm speaking about. Their contribution, which is, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, SA Fashion Week, um, having that whole Team up in and um, The AFI team And it just shows that we really We, we stand as, you know, Fashion Lab As 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 building and development, you know people have always asked me and Liz, um which clique are you a part of? <laughs> which team do you support, and we support every single one. Our mission, yeah, is to develop you know it is to uplift it is to motivate the business behind fashion we We were tired of the glitz and the glam and the red carpet and but when you ask people particular questions they could never ask you when you ask where is the first um, fashion house (laughs) there's still no fashion house and that is that is our mission you know to create and develop and and bring in new infrastructure and that is much needed within the african and fashion industry liz i mean
1: yeah i think um it's cool i i definitely enjoyed h&m because um I could say for me uh, as a fashion an African fashion brand and I'm sure for a lot of fashion brands uh the one thing I could say I took away from their launch here was and their launch all over the place because these people have stores galore and they have been going for a long time and uh they're still winning um and I think it's just about being able to see or to look and say what is it that they're doing that I can actually be able to adapt or um to be able to um to incorporate into my sort of plan when it comes to pushing my brand out and, and you never know. And I feel like also, uh, one of the things that's very cool on this show is as every time we interview or talk to have conversations with different guests and different personalities who come in here wearing different hats within the industry, I learn so much as well. So I'm just saying with H&M, the excitement is to be able to see uh, not necessarily how we can beat them, but how we can be in competition with them, meaning that we really need to up our game, whatever it is that you can be able to pick based on their model and other models um, of different brands that have actually been very successful. You're welcome to grab it and run with it. It's a new year coming. It doesn't hurt to change the way that you do things for 2016 to achieve um, better results. Another highlight for me, more that we almost forgot, about, well, maybe you forgot about, is the Apple Store launch. Absolutely. That was very cool. That was very it cool. It was nice to go broadcast live, um, in the Apple Store. And thanks
0: to Cliff Central yes. again too, yeah.
1: And it was, uh, it was also interesting. It was our first time to broadcast out of studio. So it was also quite an interesting, uh, sort of feel and touch to it. Uh, we just went with it. We had some of our favorite guests as well. Like, uh, we had, uh,
0: we had Leon we had the PR. Leon,
1: uh huh. We had, uh, Ryan Keys. Uh, we had our stylist, Ferre- Fer- Ferreira. <laughs> <laughs> Ferreira. <laughs> Ferreira. So we had a blast. We had Tim Holm, uh, photographer who we've also been working with and, uh, we love his work. He's definitely also done some amazing, uh, sort of thing that we're going to reveal maybe in 2016. We've worked on a project with him and it's going to be up, um, in a few days. Today. Uh, okay. Today. today. Do you today, want- yes, so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so today, our billboard um goes up on the m one it's been it 's it's, it's been a journey you know getting um the billboard up and but the billboard the reason why we actually put up the billboard is just to let people know that we out there, you know, we want people to download um, our podcast and, you know, to share the podcast so that people can engage more and understand what really, what is the business of fashion? Because everyone these days are just speaking about the business of fashion. But I think really, if you tune into um, the Fashion Lab um, right here on cliffcentral.com, you really get a, a good insight, you know, from different heads. I mean, it's it's not just about fashion. It's about we bringing in specialists who will tell you, how to start an online store and they're the specialist in that. We will bring you someone who's working in a production house, you know, in a big factory and they will tell you how mass production is being done.
1: So what was your highlight around what was, what do you enjoy most about the Apple iStore um, broadcast?
0: <laughs> I enjoyed everything. I enjoyed that I looked fabulous. <laughs> I, I enjoyed again that we brought different, um, different experts within the industry because Liz people think the fashion industry is just clothing but the fashion industry is it's styling it's like you said it's styling it is photography it is um th- there's so many different aspects so i think for us going to go And broadcast outside especially at the apple i store i mean the apple i store wow we rolled
1: um, up with an entourage yes yes <laughs> and again we
0: spoke about different key elements and it shows that you know we bringing we this is a platform where we bring the fashion industry Together as one And not just speak about Again, you know Clothing and clothing And selling But just key different Innovation and stuff I, I think for me That's the thing That stood out for me Just bringing in key And different players Within Our, the fashion industry Yeah.
1: Another highlight for me Was um, the show Where we were speaking About innovative use Of apl- um, an application Of African pr- fabric And print And I remember we had, Mar- Maria Mac- mm-hmm. yeah. we had Maria McCloy As well in studio We had um, Designer Gouliton uh, we had, uh, I think we had Ferreira as well on that week. But just the conversations again around African print, usage of African print and, 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 and African, um, fabrics and, 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 you know, who does it belong to and what about copyrights and all, all those conversations, um, would, could also, I mean, I think say, I would say start up a lot of, um, curiosity when it comes to who's using what and, uh, where's the copyright. But at the same time, Uh, is that the focus or should we just focus on what can you do as an African brand to, to come out uniquely something that you can do, maybe design your own fabric and come up uniquely and it's actually yours and no one else's. And, uh, it may have a bit of a hint or flair from your heritage or your culture and, and you go on. What did you think? What did you like about, um, that show? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the fact that you know we're pushing that people need to realize now that it's about time you create your own textiles it's not diff- It's not that difficult to create your own textiles. The reason why it is so important is um, for designers um, to start using their own textiles if you get a massive big order from a company um, anywhere. Say, for example, from Spree. And they say, Liz, we need 3,000 of your dresses. With you having your own textile, you can now just send your textile to the fabric house and it can run. So there won't be that problem of, I cannot mass produce, because I think that has been the, the biggest challenge for um local designers and yeah. for big buyers.
1: I just want to add on more. The bigger challenge, there's a bigger one, is when the African fashion Designers are busy buying fabric from the fabric shops and you're buying fabric and you apply it and use it in, put it into a collection and then you end up going to showcase say in New York or Milan or wherever it is and at the end of the day you realize that you could be slapped with a lawsuit that you don't even know which direction came from because what you're purchasing you have no control over but you don't know that you may be purchasing somebody's copyright when you just go to purchase fabric freestyle, but you do—it's not yours. But then the thing is, when the lawsuit comes and slaps you, it could slap you hard, and you may have to pay up. Yeah. So it's also just about keeping yourself protected, keeping yourself safe, and and away from from situations that could put you or jeopardize your your journey through your growth yeah. as a brand. But at the same time, like Morik said, there is so many other reasons that you need to print your own textile. But I feel like for me, empowerment is. Print your own Yeah, I fabric. spoke.
0: I spoke Bring, to yeah. a, a phenomenal designer, and I mean, he's been in the industry for 20 years too. And we spoke. We sat down and we spoke, and he said, "Mo, I got the biggest order, you know, from a departmental store, but I couldn't because guess what? When I went back to the fabric store, that fabric was gone." You know, So it becomes a problem now Because these people really want the exact same fabric The exact same look And you go back to the fabric house And the the fabric is gone You lose, you lose that big order Mm,
1: I think uh, we've already emphasized And obviously what we'll do also during the holidays Is I will continue to throw out Some flashback um, shows That can also just, for people who may have missed those shows To also just get you clued in and, And tune into the shows And actually share your thoughts as well Even though they're older shows and obviously the podcasts are up and you can listen and listen again and you can comment. Um, but we're going to take a quick break. Um, for those who are tuned in, please send us your tweets. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what your highlights were this year. We want to hear what you look forward to hearing from us next year. Uh, this is the Fashion Love and Cliff Central. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that
0: it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold,
1: we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing and grooming our young people into future leaders.
0: Sibanya Gold. We are one. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Join us for the sexiest VIP party at Madison Avenue, Santon's newest nightclub. Cliff Central's taking over the VIP area, so join us as our special VIP and start 2016 on the right note general admission is 200 rand but our exclusive vip party together with absolute vodka is 500 rand which includes great music with me gareth cliff O'Neill, miss prue and the cliff central crew an outdoor tented area lots of bars food prizes gorgeous people and a night to remember Book now for Cliff Central Rocks Madison at com. Go to CliffCentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. Be absolute and rock into 2016 with us. Fashion Lab on CliffCentral.com.
1: Here we are again and we are discussing some of our highlights this year. We are talking what uh, we really enjoyed, some of the conversations, the subject matters, the... Just different things around the the, the, the show and how we um, have been able to move up to where we are today. Some of the contributors, some of the guests, some of the coolest things that happened around the Fashion Lab um um, um, crew or space this year so we would love to hear from you, keep sending your tweets um, in and let us also know some of your highlights um, around the fashion industry in Africa this year um, another uh, topic if we jump back right in more is I liked um, or I had so much fun um, having Punk and Ivy as well in studio One of our first guests. Yes, one of our first guests with their style motique, and that was just unbelievable. And I thought that, you know, I think we were speaking innovation, and definitely they're uh, a duo that's definitely very innovative when it comes to just the way they move around, the way they do their things. I mean, style motique, uh, style motique, whoever thought about that. So I liked, uh, I enjoyed those conversations more. What do you, uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think?
0: One of my, you know, the favorite stuff also that happened on the show is when we introduced and and first of all, obviously, we'd like to um thank um Kayla Stamboul um, like you said in the beginning, who was one of the contributors um on Fashion Lab, um but I think when Nicola Cooper, the one of um Africa's um senior trend analyst, came onto the show, you know, I, I I then really understood, you know, what uh. Trend analyst is and what a trend analyst does and how she forecasts stuff. I mean, just um, when she was speaking of, I mean, five months, you know, she was on, she's she's been on with us on the show I'm um, speaking about um the rise of menswear, you know, major retailers versus specialized um, niche stores, a rise in trend um of fashion film in S. A. She spoke about sneakers, um, hyperculture, um, there was even like hair. She spoke about Instagram platform and um, generation. Um, ZA um, Spring, Summer um, Men's Wear I, I love um, She spoke about the color blue And I think that's why I have on the color blue I have um, it too again <laughs> Autumn, Winter 16 Fashion trends around the world um, Potentially emerging You know, she spoke about um, SA Fashion Week twice um, Consumer Typology um, our fashion shows um, becoming um, obsolete. I mean, she spoke about so many different things and sometimes in studio, I'd find myself like just sitting and I would, I would draft away and it feels like I'm sitting in a lecture, you know? So I really also thank Nicola for Cooper, um, the, our senior trend, um, our senior in-house trend analyst, you know, who comes on board and just really, you know, I think what she does is she educates the masses. And if, if you listen to this show and please download and share the podcast, you know, it's, it's, it's something, You can learn from her. I'm not saying follow her trends or or follow the trends that, but be on the same level. You know, just have an insight as to what is the whole globe doing. So you can be on the exact same level is. So, I mean, um, I think, you know, when Nicola Cooper came on board for me, that was absolutely, it was a phenomenal thing that happened for Fashion Lab Africa radio show.
1: Yes, we definitely love her, her trend analyst topics and we hope that you can also get, um, a lot of insight on those. Like, Morwick said it happened to me too. I was like, what is a trend analyst? Until she came on and after a few times I was like, ah, I get it. So, um, Another really fun guest for me this time, and it's not just guest. even conversations with her, was um Felicity from EGALITY. Yes, um, wow. She's such a powerhouse. She is, she's on m- her own. She came in as a buyer, but we ended up having her over again um, to discuss. When we were speaking about the fashion curriculum um, education system in Africa, um, we had her on again. We've had her also on our TV uh show so we we we've had her a lot because she's a powerhouse she's very knowledgeable around the industry she's got some really good insights and some really good tips uh for brands and i think that that's one of the things i enjoy or we enjoy um when we have her around um lucila was also cool on the show um uh, came in here, I think twice as well.
0: Yeah, to twice.
1: Speak about, um, SA Fashion Week and what they're doing. And obviously they were celebrating 18 years so far. I mean, that makes you bow down and say, okay, there is hope for growth. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm hoping that also, obviously, with some of the things that they've been able to achieve, some of the accomplishments, um, some of the models, some of the ways that they run, uh, the Fashion Week, maybe, uh, the younger Fashion Weeks who are emerging in the continent, may be able to take something out of it and run with it. You know, when you have an 18 year old fashion week that's still running and successful in this um, absolutely crazy industry, then, you know, you're doing something right. So it's about also obviously getting the right team and staff. But we love what they're doing. We also had AFI in the show as well twice. Uh, that was also really cool. What do you think? Kaylee came in here and uh,
0: absolutely shared
1: I- on the fast track.
0: What, what what they're doing and where they're taking AFI to You know, it's a whole change of infrastructure And everyone was asking us Like, what is happening with AFI? You know, like, what is is this? Please, you need to bring them onto the show And I think, you know, they just came onto the show And they let people know that they're still there They're also not going anywhere They're also contributors They also want to continue to develop um, young designers Through their Fast Track program that they have um. They invited us to um, the show, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and again, it just shows what they're busy doing with these um, young and upcoming designers. Um I think for Fashion Lab Africa, we're the ones that open up um, doors and we bring up people, um, you know, in studio and onto the show that general people will never get to meet. Like when we had Anita Stanbury, um, the CEO from the National Fashion um, South African Council. And, she, she herself was like overwhelmed, you know, and then we also brought in Brian from the Cape Town, the CEO from For the sure. Cape Town Fest. Sure. And people just thanked us continuously because people don't know these people. And you know, you know, we, we bring them on so people can know that they're them, the opportunities that they're offering.
1: And just to get an insight of where they are, what they think about the industry, what they would advise, what you know what they suggest what they are doing to be able to also be the change so we can get to where we need to get to
0: who's one of your international highlights that we had on the show Liz
1: um one of our international highlights I think I enjoyed definitely we already said Lexi Mojo I so I don't want to say that again he was too hilarious he was just hilarious I mean I felt like we're watching a movie Uh from back in the day um gosh Mo you kind of put me on the spot there I'm just trying to think um wow
0: the guys from Canoe
1: Canu! Kweku is very cool Mm -hmm. as well. He's hilarious. I like Kweku, um, and I like also his insight when it comes to fashion and where he thinks we are going, where we think, where he thinks we could do things a bit differently. And even his joke of he will not put me on the cover because, uh, until I have my nappy naps popping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> until you take off that weave. He said he wants absolutely no weave on his magazine. You know, but again, it just shows here we come and a lot of people don't know that there's such a strong um, fashion um, magazine, you know, that is selling worldwide. And we want to open the doors, not just for, for South Africa. Yes, we're based in South Africa, mm-hmm. but we want to show the world. That How the continent and what is happening within the fashion industry Because everyone just thinks we're about African fashion textile That's the first thing they want to see when they hear you an African fashion designer And all the speculations You know, you have one contributor who's sitting somewhere and speaking their own whatever And you know that that is what people now um assume what's happening but i think fashion lab then just came and opened up doors and i mean there are some people that actually felt a little bit threatened by us <laughs> like where do you guys come from and who gave you the permission to open up these doors but i think it's 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 been an amazing and amazing journey 2015 and i think 2016 yeah. is, there's just loads more to come yes
1: loose. i also enjoyed par he was also had a very good sense of humor par from h&m uh, who's the head of, I mean, uh, not head of, the country manager. The country manager yeah. And then I also enjoyed Rory definitely and Lindsay. They were just hilarious and they kept on trying to help each other. Anytime we threw something to one of them, they'd be like, oh no, that's the one who focuses on cars and that's the one who focuses on the, yeah. on the uh, merchandise. Um, it's, it's, it's been really cool. Colin Amara Davis was also here not too long ago, was fantastic. I mean,
0: I, I love, I love Liz that, you know, we introduced the Hao Fashion Council. Um, to Africa and <laughs> to South Africa. And now people know, you know, that there is an, there's actually a council, you know, just not in Cape Town and in KwaZulu-Natal, but in, in, in Gauteng too. And, you know, when I had Vanya on the show, you know, they, 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 they're very busy. They're doing activations, you know, and, Everyone is doing, everyone wants to come together, you know, to make our fashion industry a better place. So we're on the exact same um, level. I'm glad that I could push throughout this time, you know, my business line
1: sheets. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you better get to work. We're working. Alina Mizori is also a very good one we had, we've been having on the show. And Alina, I remember the first time we had her on the show, she literally was like, "Uh, guys, if you have any slots or any time when you're awake, can I please take over? And it was quite hilarious because the show was over before we finished talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's how much. Um, Annette Pringle was also here, the fashion agent.
0: Which, which, and, and she came for me absolutely phenomenal. You know, what she's doing. And I said to her, please, you know, introduce your system, not just at SA Fashion Week, but to everyone else who needs it. Because what she is doing is what is much needed, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and we are pushing to, um, open up the first, um, um, fashion house. So international buyers can really come and, you know, be, everyone can be in one building, you know, can take them two days. They can take their time and they can interact. Mm. with local designers. Mm.
1: You know another crew that I had that we had that was so eclectic all at one time. I mean everyone walked into the studio and I thought my gosh what today I mean I know it's always fabulous and and yeah, eclectic yeah, but this yeah. was a really eclectic mix remember when um, the editor of Marie Claire uh, Kelly came in Kelly Fung photographer and film director Waldo yes <laughs> came in <laughs> Gina Theron also came in and then we had Moonchild I mean Moonchild with her blue hair and then Kelly the with her own little mm-hmm. yes the mop and then you had then you have Nicola with her red head and then I mean you look at the whole mix then obviously don't forget me and Morwick also they are bringing in the diverse <laughs> elements of ec- Yes. eclecticity i mean it was i mean that that was that a was great another show. session
0: i mean <laughs> just going in and now speaking about fashion fashion films you know and i was
1: asking myself what
0: is this fashion films because and it was a heavy group it was a because heavy, they, yes. like and
1: especially for waldo and gina they both do a lot of these films and film work so um and even gina i know does commercials but i think it was just a powerful, heavy show that could have been split into two for sure. But it was a it was a special one. That was special. Liz,
0: I just want to bring something in, and mm-hmm. and I think we opened up. Even Tim, you might kill me for this, but with Liz and I, we people that when we say we have to do something, it has to be done. Mm-hmm. So in our industry right now, if for example, if you go and do a photo shoot, you know the photographer wants. To do the photographer, then they want a styling director on the set, and then they want a stylist, and then, and with lizard, we don't allow anyone else to dress us, so <laughs> we like we do not need a stylist, we don't need a set director, and I think Tim learned so much, you know, to say that you as a photographer, there's so much that you can do, and when you look at our billboard, if you're on the M1, it's on a massive billboard, and you see the work, and um, you know that the three of us put in there, and it was. Just just three people and it just shows that you as a photographer you as the, the experience that you have with liz who's been 15 years who have who has 15 years experience on um, new york runway when all of those minds come together nothing is impossible. impossible yeah
1: and i think for me one of the things i learned and i'm sure i mean tim we're sorry if we're bugging you and like slowing you down but the truth is we We are so determined. We are so focused. We're very confident as well. And therefore, and I think for me that one of the things that lacks is people walk in sometimes feeling half stepping kind of half stepped and like down and feeling like, Oh, well, I can't do it because a stylist needs to style me. And then I can't, if you have wardrobe and you know what your look is, you know what your identity is, you wear the wardrobe and go and shoot.
0: You couldn't believe that we've done that shoot. Within almost two hours. hours. And he's he's used to such shoots going on for eight hours. I'm like, what? Eight hours? (laughs) I've never been on a shoot, you know, for eight hours. And within two hours, he couldn't believe it. And we were done. And when you look at it, when you drive past that billboard, it looks absolutely immaculate. Phenomenal.
1: So thank you very much, Tim Holm, if you're listening. Thank you so much. Have a lovely holiday. And every time you see that picture, enjoy and enjoy. We really appreciate your... Your time and effort put In making us look good And uh, and feel good um, I remember the uh, um, Bromwell One of our early shows With Michelle Heslop yeah. From the Bromwell That's our, an interesting yes, story And that it has is. to be a highlight And for me What I want to say also Is through the show As we meet these different people We've been able to Maximize on connections and I see the power of connections. So like Michelle came on the show, and then she came to our soiree. Next thing is she is stalking Lizzo Gumbo. So if you like my brand. I'm only going to do this today. Please, if you like Liz Ogumbo, you're in Cape Town, not sure where to go find it. It is straight up at the Bromwell. And
0: you know what, Liz? She is so, I must say, she's so humble. So she's sitting on the seat. We need now a model. So we don't know who this Michelle is. So one of our other connections pulls her out and says, you need to model for Liz. And eventually she, she connects with Liz and she's like, oh... It's me, Michelle, from the (laughs) (laughs) Bromwell. And we couldn't believe it. She's absolutely phenomenal. She's a a person that is also pushing. Michelle, what you have going in Cape Town is absolutely phenomenal. That is a fashion house on its own. Absolutely.
1: Keep it up. Another really cool guest we had that is like never to be had anywhere else is Martin McKenzie.
0: Yes. who's the?
1: I mean, Martin McKenzie is an advisor to the 2% leaders in the world. Um, he came onto the show as well and, uh, hang out with us and spoke to us. Uh, we took him to Cape Town and he bought something from the Bromwell too. Oh, so I good find, for him. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> I think good it was the, the, the jacket he wore on the show on that day and we got, we had so many compliments. He was like, wow, this is really cool. So he's an advisor, strictly referral only on an off basis uh, market basis to the top 1% of world leaders and global businesses in the world and we look forward to working with him yeah. on other projects as well or Absolutely. having him around again
0: Liz we we, we have to thank um, Leila Hiriani who also came yes. in and she almost took over our show I said uh-uh yeah. <laughs> this is not Where's <laughs> where's Solange also Weser took it Solange
1: over also. <laughs> Farai Gundan <laughs> from Forbes also came <laughs> in here tried to take the show over I'm like guys hold on it's uh, here here <laughs> so i think we've had honestly we could not i mean there's so many amazing guests we've had on the show and we could never finish
0: just just speaking about ryan ryan keys mm-hmm. you know one of our very strong designers we have on the show and i mean he just opened up his, dec- his second store in Hyde Park you know and Boy. you know the conversations <laughs> we have with him and just how he's growing and just for him understanding and learning You know, from the different aspects and the different type of people we have on the show. I mean, he's moving. And he's what, 23, 24? And he's just killing it because he's he's understanding the business of fashion. He's Um, killing it. Craig Jacobs, what a phenomenal designer too. You know, the serendipity list for me is designers like Paletti, you know, from Holmes and Uh Ephraim and Uh them who was on the show.
1: Uh
0: A lot of these people, some of them haven't even studied fashion like yourself you know but just understanding the basic elements of fashion design they have made it big time and they're still going strong.
1: And they're still going strong.
0: I mean, when 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 I say the names, the people who's been on this show, I even it's, get goosebumps. I'm telling
1: you, and I'm like I said, I mean, I feel like we could have had three shows to be able to share who and each and everyone who's been on the show. But the good thing is we have the podcasts for those who miss the show. You are welcome to go back and download and kind of find and see what's really going on. The conversations I'm telling you are priceless. You will not get this. Not in your fashion school, not in your fashion institution. These are priceless. When we get these minds together. We are really doing and having conversations. Let's that just you quickly share.
0: Have. You know, Garrett said to us, um, "You are going on air the Thursday." I mean, what went through your head for us who has never been on radio or podcasters? I mean, here we are. We have to prepare for the show. We've never been on radio, and I mean, I mean, what what, what was that experience like coming on here, coming onto theclefcentral dot com, joining this family?
1: I think for me, it was just a blessing, mm-hmm. and um, I always say that you know they say ask and it shall be given unto you. And I think that the people who seek are the ones who find you can't sit on the corner. and say you want to do stuff without knocking on doors and breaking till your knuckles break. So I think one of the things I can say that we have done for sure is we knock. And if you knock, the door will be open. If you know what you're doing, obviously, um, it's also good. And I think we're also blessed. So Absolutely. in many ways for me, I'm just, I'm humbled. I'm still humbled. I'm happy to be a part of this family. We want to go straight into who would you want to dress and why. Uh, but we'd love you to continue sending your tweets out. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can also catch up with us obviously on www.fashionlabafrica.com, uh, for further, um, for further, um,
0: Information, information to download on the podcast. Also, Liz, someone that I just quickly want to thank before we go into our special um, segment is Misha, um, who is our intern and now as our assistant. She came in, and you know she 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 just changed and learned so much. So a shout out to Misha. Thank you for being on our team as well. You have done a phenomenal, phenomenal um, job. Um, we're going straight into. Who would you want to dress, Liz? Let's start off with you.
1: <laughs> Gosh, we're only two, and today you want to start with me. Gosh. <laughs> but okay, let you know, yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh, well,
0: no, you go, you
1: go. Okay, you know what I want to do? I want to dress um, women my age. I'm not gonna say. How old I am, but I'm up on towards the 40s. But I just want to dress women my age in the continent because I feel like when women grow and get to a certain age, they sometimes in the continent here lose something. And they want to start looking like something else. So I really want to, what I want to do is bring chic back. You can still bring chic, you can bring sexy back in a very subtle way without looking trashy, without looking too old as well. There's people who give birth, get babies and then decide now I'm just going to wear that bad dress. So I just think for me, I just want to bring style with a nice, elegant touch, a chic touch to it and just make women Look more feminine and 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 and, and look more chic. I, I feel like I'm missing women in women just through how they dress these days. Um, the team
0: that I would really love to dress are the boys of Cliff Central. Like I love the team. <laughs> They're absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Everyone here is so eclectic. But just one day if I have an opportunity it's just to give you know, just to give everyone a little makeover and for them to look in the mirror and say, Oh, maybe I could. I I've had different stuff um from our sales manager um Neil and he said to me, Mo, we're gonna start this campaign where I want you to put on a shorts. I'm like a shorts. Yeah.
1: I heard, I heard that, and I was gonna say the year has ended. When uh, I'm gonna take Neil up on this? When are you putting on the shorts?
0: Imagine in and the when the shorts. is he putting
1: on what you put on
0: in the shorts? And also, um, Neil Muduma he said to me, "Please let me one day dress like you, and you dress like me." So, um, I would really like to dress um all the guys on the Cliff Central team. They're absolutely phenomenal. No one here dresses <laughs> not well, or you know. But I just like to give them a different um look, a little bit of um, a, a mouth feel
1: wow (laughs) i think it's been great um i am definitely looking forward to this holiday morick i don't know if you are me
0: too i haven't had a holiday in the past three years
1: and we definitely want to wish you uh our listeners um and the rest of obviously the team the family here as well uh happy happy holiday and obviously be safe there's going to be a lot of crazy people drinking too much and and causing chaos, but um, don't drink and drive. Don't do what we normally don't do. And um, keep it locked. Keep it focused. Spend this time. My advice is spend this time as you relax to also think about and focus on your businesses for next year.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: think about where you want to be. Put your little vision board up and, and start making moves and get to where you really need to be to. Because I think that the industry in Africa is unbelievable. Absolutely. It's Please. time to make money.
0: Please download our podcast again and share our podcast. Go on to our website. It's www.fashionlabafrica.com. You can um, download the podcast there, which will take you straight on the website. Um, our show is on every Friday from 1 to 2. And um, Please follow us on Twitter as well. There's amazing stuff that that we're tweeting and amazing stuff that's going on on Twitter. we at um, Fashion Lab AF. Also on Instagram, look at the our beautiful pictures and how we look each week. Also share your looks with us. And that is, um, fashion lab Africa on Twitter, fashion lab Africa on Facebook. Um, I cannot emphasize. Download, download, podcast, share, go onto the cliffcentral.com um, website. You'll find absolutely phenomenal shows. This is just a platform, you know, that has brought so much change onto the African um, continent. And um for next year, I'm so excited. Um the show continues to grow. We have new segments and new stuff installed. We're gonna look better and more beautiful. Um Liz g was going for 40, but girl, you look like you're 21. Don't
1: say 40. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. We love you. Enjoy your holidays. Bye. -bye. Bye.
0: (laughs) Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com.